Let me see. Yeah, two. Let me two. One honey red bull, one honey pineapple. I'm looking. Boom. 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 90s vibe, just do stepping in your shoes. She leaving clues, but I'm looking for the proof. I'm about to bust a move. Tell me what you want to do. She told me she down the ride. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Daily Dimensions Podcast. I am your host, Smitty. I'm joined here by my good brother, my good friend, Go-Go, man. <laughs> Smitty! What's happening, boy? What's going on, man? What's going on, Regular man? shit, man. Can't complain. How are you? I've been good. I've been good. Blessed, man. Likewise. Likewise. You know? We still here. We still employed. We still alive. Making it through this pandemic one step at a time, It's a pandemic. All right? It's a pandemic. Pandemic? Me and a panoramic, all that. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, before we get into the interview, man, where can people find you? What's your socials? You can find me on get the Instagram music? and Twitter at It's Time to Go Go. Spell it as the words are. It's Time to Go Go. Facebook, I don't really use it too much. But yeah, Instagram and Twitter, man. You can find my links, videos, all that. All right. Cool, yes, cool, cool, cool. And then your music, is it on all platforms? Spotify, all platforms, Apple, all that? Spotify, App Music, Deezer, Napster, Tidal, all Everything. People still use Napster? They use everything. I Everything. <laughs> um, My man is everywhere. I try to upload things on SoundCloud as well because of people who don't pay for these streaming sites so they can get it as well. But I'm not super active on SoundCloud. But I'm okay. going to get better with that too. Got right? you. Got you. Got Indeed. you. So getting straight into it with the interview, man. Being someone that's, you know, I've known you for a couple years now, man. Yes, you know, one of my good bros. When you decided to hop into rap, and I'm sure I may not be the only one that felt this way. It almost kind of felt like, oh, wow, Go-Go raps now? <laughs> you know, because you always had this image of, like, you the businessman, you the money man, well-dressed, you know, to Appreciate the team. Appreciate that, But you also have other sides of you. Like, yes, that, that side that I saw mm-hmm. is you, but this is also a side of you. So now what, what made you get into music? Was this something you always loved? Yes. Um, so my uncles were in a rap group when I was younger. Like I was young, young, young. Um, their, their rap group was called the Boom Coon Bandits. Why they chose that name? Not very sure. I don't know if that's a marketable name. It's, bro. It, it's not. It's not. I'm not sure what happened, but listen, it it worked out for, for my benefit. Boom Coon Bandits. Boom Coon Bandits. All right. All right. Got it tatted on the inside of my arm. Cause no, you don't. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. I got a musical skill. I got Boom Coon Bandits under it. Cause they're the reason why I do it. Cause like I'll be younger, they'll be in the room rapping or freestyling beats on. So one uncle was a rapper, and one uncle was a producer. <clears throat> so now they'd have their boys pull up whatever they're they're making music. Mind you, I'm little, so like I can't be in a room. They talking about yeah, you know, you know, guns just and grown and, folks talk. Yeah, you know, all types of shit. So I'm out, I'm at the door. You know, my, my ears on the door listening. Like, like okay, like I'm trying, trying to get, trying to get in tune. Like, facts. <laughs> like, I don't know what they talking about, but the beat is hard. So I grew up really loving beats. Like, I listen mm. to instrumentals before I listen to just that sound. Exactly. Okay. So the sound is what kind of like locks me in that's like okay once i hear a sound like, okay can i write to this so at first i wasn't really big on rapping itself i was an angry little nigga when i moved to connecticut <laughs> so like i didn't like the move like i wasn't me and my mom didn't have a great relationship when it, after that move so like music kind of moved me in that like all right when i'm angry put on some music i'm gonna show eventually mellow out a little bit exactly so i would write rhymes but not looking to rap just writing them to get the stress out mm. but not like let me put this to a beat and that's how that came about wow Okay, so now that's the inspiration behind it. But now timing, because timing is everything. Ooh. You know, timing is everything. So you know, in a in a in a world where people are blowing up as rappers at eighteen, sixteen, yeah. you feel me, like NLE Chopper or whoever, all these artists that mm-hmm. are blowing up young. What and you're still young, definitely. 
You know, they, you know, I'm but, not, a, I'm not an old geezer. You know, I, I ain't no young blood. You know what I'm saying? I'm right, <laughs> here, I'm right here in the middle. But you know, why now? Was it like, uh, you know, we in a pandemic? Let me just start cooking up music because a lot of people came out with that, some talents that in, makes sense. through the pandemic. That makes sense. People, a lot of people did. Um, you know? So why, why now specifically? Was about the timing. <clears throat> Funny you ask that because a year ago, yesterday or the day before that was my first time recording music seriously. I recorded music in college, like, you know, playing around on, on beats or whatever, but I, mm. I didn't think I was going to release anything. Um, even in high school, I had a couple of songs where it's like, let's see how it sounds, but, like, I wasn't going anywhere with it. Um, it was just one of those, like, I don't know what it was. It was just like, yo, might as well try something. Like, I'm just working. I'm just paying bills, paying student loans, like, trying to figure out where I'm going to take myself. Like, student yeah, loans will get you. In my pocket every month, fam. It's like, you buy something <laughs> you want, student loans looking at you like, hmm. <laughs> you, you sure you, you sure you want to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm thinking to myself, what can I do for myself that's gonna bring me joy other than just working and paying my bills and, you know, travel? Like, yeah, you want to travel, but like, I want to do stuff for me that I could do on a daily. Like, what can I do? Yeah, yeah. Um, started writing, bro. I just started writing and started started rapping. And like, I don't consider myself a rapper. Like, I'm in the rap genre, but I'm not a rapper. So are you one of those people that are more like like a like let's say somebody like Prince that says I'm an artist, you know? Yeah. Or like, Indeed, like you know, this is how I compare, right? Think about somebody like, <clears throat> like Meek Mill, mm. compared to like a, who? What's a good comparison? Like a, like Black. Okay. Black can rap, but he's not a rapper. He's not a rapper. He's not a singer either. He's just he's definitely not a singer either. He just make music. Chris Brown, he's not a singer, not a rapper. He started as a singer. He started, but he's now like, he's in that space where he kind of can he do, do whatever, whatever he, he. And that's the goal right there. Mm. I want to make music for whoever enjoys music, whether it's rap, whether it's EDM, whether it's Afro beats, whether it's Afro fusion, whether it's hip hop, R&B, whatever you like, I'm going to have that for you. And, you know, I just heard that Afro fusion term the other day. Like I heard Afro beats, but I was watching a Burner Boy interview mm -hmm. and he said big inspiration, Afro, bro. Big Afro inspiration. Fusion, big know. inspiration. So now you being Nigerian. Yes, sir. Right. And you're saying Burner Boy is a big influence. Is that like a direct cultural influence or is it his music? Music. Music specifically? Because um, I'm not super in tune with my Nigerian uh, background, as people may think. Like, I'm not, mm. I, I don't go to conventions. I, I'm not, I don't really speak the language too, too much. Like, I understand certain things. Yeah. Like, my grandmother can speak to me in the language, but I don't always, I just know the response because she's been saying it for 26 years. Yeah, you conditioned to it yeah, now, but like, at this point, at this point. She says, you know, Nandi, you know, something, something. I'm like, yeah, grandma, I already ate. But I couldn't tell you what she said. You know what I'm saying? I just know that's what she's asking me. Like stuff You like just that. know how to reply to it. Exactly. Makes perfect sense. Makes so, perfect sense, man. Yeah, brother. So now you mentioned, you said it was a year ago today that you a year uh, ago today or yesterday, one of these these or days. yesterday somewhere in this time. Either way, happy first anniversary. Time. You feel me? Appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. But um, when you first hop in that booth, you know, because like I know for me with this podcast, the mm -hmm. first time I sat down here and recorded, nervous as shit, boy. I was bro shaking in my boots, <laughs> felt like I Eminem and Eight Mile. I mean, yeah. That's how you felt the first time you recorded. It was just you hear that, that nervous feeling. Uh -huh. That's what I felt in my heart. <laughs> I promise you, bro. I was. Were you in the room by yourself, or was other no. people around you? Um. So my engineer to this day, Two Wavy, was with me. Um. His cousin, um, was in there. Um. G. His cousin G was in there, and then mm -hmm. my boy Ty was in there. So, um, I forgot what happened and how this came about. I know I was talking to Ty about yo, I'm about to start rapping. He's like, yo, I know an engineer. He actually lives in Bridgeport. Ty picked me up from my crib, brought me over there. He lived down the street from me, probably like off of, off of Main Street. Yeah. Um, if I what street it was. Um, pulled up and then made a connection, bro. It was one of those like, you feel like you knew somebody mad long, 
You just not yeah, meeting him? Yeah, you just met him, but you feel so, like you known him your whole life kind of bro, thing? Bro, perfect mix, bro. So he's like, yo, bro, honestly, like, talking to him now, he's like, bro, you weren't bad then, but, like, hearing you now and hearing me then, two different people, bro. Mm. So it's kind of like a like a Kendrick Lamar and Ali kind of situation. Yeah. Like, you know, as he keep his engineer with yo, him all the time. Bro, I'm telling you, let me not say if. When I, when I get bigger than I am, Speaking I'm, into bring, I'm bringing Wavy with me, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking it now, Wavy. If you hear this, when I get it, you get it. That's it. I like that, man. That's I like simple, that. bro. And you know that that fear element stops a lot of people from starting anything. You know, because exactly. you know someone like myself or someone like you who took that step to start something new and put yourself out there. Because once you put yourself out there, especially on social media, that's it. You got to do it now. Because yeah. it's a lot of people who started pages and started this and then they, they fell off. They stopped doing yep. it. The consistency wasn't there. But, you know, you being able to push past that, that those jitters you felt. Because you could have been in that booth and just been like, yeah, I'm not doing this no more. That's that's facts. You know, I think it's I think that's where the the real will comes into play. Because mm-hmm. like anybody can write down words that rhyme. It's a matter of do you really feel what you're saying, one, and two, do you really enjoy it? Or, like, I made a song one time, I want to say it was my song called Find My Sound. Like, we lost the original file, so I couldn't go back and edit it much, but I'm still going to put it on the EP that's coming out in December because mm. I know the feeling I felt when I recorded that song. Yeah, That was my first time rapping a song all the way through no takes but really feeling it, like, I'm saying words like I really feel to this day, bro. I feel like the Holy Ghost was in my body, bro. Like you know, you get like the like you hot but you shivering, like yeah, that kind of feeling, bro. It was nuts. I was like, I was like, yo, wave, you you peeped that? He's like, bro, that was nuts. I said, I know, was like about to go super saying, bro, the the shit was, and that's when I was doing like, yo, bro, I can't stop doing this. I get mm. too happy from doing this, even if I don't do it. I'm I'm not doing it for the money now, cause like I'm not there yet. I'm doing it to get my name up, get my buzz up, people understand what I'm about. Boom, make my money, make more music, but. Later on, when the money comes into play, it's going to be like, I'm not doing it for that. But mm. thank you. Yeah. You know, and and I think you're definitely doing it for the right reasons. You thank know, you. I can't really say there's a wrong reason because, you know, people do things for whatever it's, it's they do. business as well. But, you know, the fact that money isn't the, the priority. It comes from a place of love and a place of passion for what you do. I think that alone is the key component to putting out just good anything, music or art anything or whatever do. it is. You got to enjoy. You got to really feel it. And also, like you spoke before this podcast, yeah, people are going to feel it. If it's cap, people going to feel it. Yeah. If it's truth, people going to feel it. Now, there's a lot of good selling cap out right now. Don't get me wrong. There's <laughs> a, lot a, of, a lot of good selling cap. You so, know. But people still know, mm, I don't know if it's really like that, you know, so-and-so is living. Yeah. But yeah, it's a thing. They can still sense something. The real in you is what's going to resonate with people. Exactly. You know, I think in anything where you, when you're putting out a piece of yourself, because your music is an extension of you. Exactly. You know, this podcast is an extension of me. Exactly. You got to exude who you are in that. Mm-hmm. And people are going to know if you're just trying to be something to be successful or if this is you and people just going to have to love that is you. Exactly. You know, people and know? I, I feel that in your music, man. And I, like, I appreciate you. that, brother. We gonna, we you gonna, feel me? You going to hit a dab on, on <laughs> feel me? I appreciate that. So I I love that your your authentic self. You know that's that's what I like to say nowadays. Day, a lot of people say, "Yeah, speak my truth." You know, I like to say you're being your authentic self. You being, <laughs> being yourself already. You see what I'm saying? Greatness. You feel me? So um, we spoke a little bit before about culture and all of that, but just to to circle back to it. So now, you know, mixed breed. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your roots, your cultural roots, is, is that something that exudes through your music? Or has heavily influenced your music? I know you said that, you know, 
what was it, Boon Coon, uh, Boon Coon Bandits? <laughs> Boon Coon Bandits. Yeah. But does culture also play a big part in your music? Um, I would say, I'm going to say yes and no. I'm going to say no because, again, I'm not super in tune with my yeah, Nigerian yeah, yeah. side. But with my Caribbean side, my mom is Antigua, my pops is Nigerian. Um, Most of my friends are Caribbean. So I'm always yeah. I'm always in Caribbean culture, whether we're at a party, a cookout, you know, they're just playing music, or we're just in the car singing some song loud, or we're That's just. A fact. Yeah. I, I walked in the crib and you were singing uh some Dexter. You know what I'm saying? Like just <laughs> stuff like that. Like I'm always around that, so like that's I think what shows more. But I think my my work ethic and also like my just my attitude and how I carry myself is where the, the African side comes into play. Mm. So like, and no, I'm not saying Antiguans don't work as hard as Nigerians. It's just no, like, no, no, no. I not think at all. Yeah. that's where it comes into play. Like I'm more like all right, this is where. My pops' side of the family is taking over me now. That, yeah. that DNA is starting yeah. to kick in. Exactly. <laughs> so then um, also with Afrobeats, like I wasn't a a listener in Afrobeats until like maybe senior year college when I start, first started dibbling into like that sound. So I'm like, mm. this, is, this is different. I could, you know, I could, I could get jiggy with this. And then that's kind of when it started taking off a little bit too. Like definitely not too long ago. Because old know? burner, people don't know old burner. All they know is yeah, a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only burner they I know. I was listening they to old burner. burner. You know, that's that's different. That's a different sound. Yeah, he's he's grown now. a lot. Bro, yeah. He's different, bro. From he's, then he's to now, he's grown a lot. He's man. different, bro. He's so different. now you you kind of in your old burner phase. You in your old go-go phase. You still that. living it right now, but you in your old go-go phase. So my thing with the Afrobeats is I'm trying to find a sound that's a blend of both. That's why I, I, I go mm. with mixed breed because it's like I'm more familiar with Caribbean slang and like accent than I am with my Nigerian side. So I don't want to force anything that's not really something I would do on a daily anyway. Yeah. Like, I would talk in that accent anyway if I'm just joking around with me and you talking regular. Yeah. So I'm not going to try and force a, a Nigerian accent just to make it sound good. It's like, if it works with the song, then cool. But I'm not mm. going to just be like, oh, grandma, let me, tell me how to say this so I can just get this in. The, no, like, no, that's not authentic. It's like, yeah. I, it's creative, but it's not authentic to me yet. Mm. Exactly. You don't so, want to overextend yourself exactly. in any so way. I'm going to find know. a way to make a nice little, you know, dragon ball everything. And as you keep going, you're gonna see the growth. I already see the growth, man. That's that's the best part about it, man. Each and every song gets better and better, whether it's the engineering piece, the beats, the lyrics, the sound. So I appreciate you, brother. You gotta continue on it, man. Uh one thing I definitely wanna touch on and oh. a lot of people can relate to it. Okay. Is you know, you have this passion of music, putting out music and creating, but Music isn't paying the bills yet. So you still have a a, a nine to five, a regular okay. life. You know, so what is it like? Because, you know, you're in the finance world. Mm -hmm. A lot of money moving around. Definitely. <laughs> Working Definitely. for a, 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 a corporation that touches a lot of money. You know, we're Correct. not going to say their name. Of course. <laughs> but um, how is it, you know, being able to balance go-go with the work clothes on and then go-go who's behind the microphone in the booth? That's a great question. All right. Let's start off with saying that statement to begin with. Yeah. The balance of both. Um, I think it comes from just me being well-rounded to begin with. My pops always taught me, like, if you don't have one thing that you're great at, be good at a lot of things. Mm. So, like, now I think I'm finding I want to be great at the music aspect of things. So now I'm just going to focus on being good at everything else because it's like I know what my focus wants to be. So I'm going to go 150% with music. I'll go 100% with everything else, but 150 with music to yeah. get that extra Make sure we're gonna you, put that extra yeah. extra work in to make sure I'm I'm holding that that uh, that place. But the balance is like I don't see myself as being two different people. So it's kind of like when I'm in the office, the same way I'm talking to you, I'm gonna talk to them. I mean, obviously more professional, mm -hmm. and I'm gonna be saying you know certain profanities and, and exactly. And all that going so I'm not like here. I'm not like 
a robot when I'm with them. I'm the same person. I think it's more so, it's like a switch in my mind. So yeah. like, they let us work with headphones at my job. Do they really? It's a blessing. If I had no headphones, AirPods I lose, I lose my mind, bro. <laughs> I promise you. So if I don't, if my AirPods die, I bring the cords. I don't, I don't care, bro. I don't care how it looks. <laughs> I don't care what they think. It works. I'm listening to my music. So it's funny you say that because when I'm at work, bro, and I'm doing, you know, I'm typing my numbers and doing whatever I'm doing, there's music playing in my ear all day, mm. like all day. You listen to the instrumentals and instrumentals, whether it's <laughs> whether it's Afrobeats, whether it's hard rap, EDM, bro. I'm listening to shit that I never thought I would listen to now because it's like. You never know where you're gonna draw influence from. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm, my my mind is opened up so much from just make, making music. It's kind of like, I'm not a jazz listener. I'm listening to jazz now willingly. Like, you know, you see what what they got on beat stars real quick under the jet. Cause you never know how somebody can either sample that yeah. and mix it into something else, or you don't know. You just don't know until you hear it. And like sometimes I hear things. It's like, yo, I'm gonna save that now. I'm gonna send it to Wavy. Like, yo, we're gonna do this. Take the beat out. And it's just it's just like a yeah. machine. Right? I and can't even explain it. It's going. just just going. Crackhead time. And I write while I'm at work, bro. I really hope they don't hear this. <laughs> but like, if I they hear might one day, so I hear a bar, I, I hear um, I hear some music, and I'm like, yo, this beat is crazy. Sometimes bars just start coming at me like, and you gotta get it down. You don't want to lose it. Got man. to. So my phone, my phone ain't next to me. I just, you see, I'm, I'm typing, but I'm also typing. If you understand <laughs> what I'm saying, so yeah, you gotta type while you get type, in, bro. You get know, in. I'm, a, I'm a firm supporter, and anyone who hears this, I encourage you to do it too. You gotta find something you're passionate about. And allow your nine to five to finance it, but you exactly. also gotta use that use that company time <laughs> to pursue your dream. Because even me, I'm at work. Any flyer you've ever seen me make for Daily Dimensions, mm-hmm. I made it at my job. That's right. <laughs> like any so anything I'm doing, half the time I'm posting stuff from my job. I'm checking on the statistics from this and that at the job. Who mm-hmm. listen to that? The the fact that it's on Spotify now, I did that at my job. So. Mm-hmm. Use that time because you don't. You gotta finesse your finesse. way through the system because time is something you don't get back. You don't want to just be like, all right, it's five o'clock. Let me do what I really want to do now. Exactly. You gotta find a way to make that work at the job. Exactly. So I'm, I'm, I'm a huge, on, brother. huge proponent. On, make brother. that, you, make that job work for you. Use that time, brother. Use that time. So use the time. Don't let the time use you. Exactly. So now, sticking to your work life, mm-hmm. would the people at your work life would they be able to understand who you are outside of work? And do do they even know that that is another side of you, or do they think the person they see at work is just who you are all the time? So, another great question. It also depends on what I let them see. So, like, my supervisor, who I've gotten closer with over the last couple of months since she's been new to our company, mm. she knows how I think about things in in life in general. So, I'd be more inclined for her to hear my music because she understands me as a person. Yeah. Um. So, like, it's not. It won't be a shock to her when she hears my music. Gotcha. She already gotcha. knows that I make me. She already knows that I make music, so she just hasn't heard anything yet. And I thought she's gonna look it up. She wouldn't know what to look up. She's not gonna type in Namdi. You're not gonna find it. That's true. If you type in Gogo, okay. If you type in my actual last name Gogo, you're not gonna find it. Yeah, because it's got a little extra letter. Exactly. On it. They're not gonna know that. Not the fun fact for the listeners. <laughs> um, so it's, I'm very selective with who I let in to me. Mm. If that makes sense, like into me as a person, not just what you gotta protect your peace, man. Definitely, it's not even like I'm afraid to. It's just why would I need to let you know my yeah. you know COO or CEO know about this? Like, oh yeah, by the way, I rap. They might not need to know that. Yeah, they don't. You know, you know, not nor do nor I think they would care. 
But then also, you never know because some of them, they're really down to earth there. Like, there's the there's the snakes, like any job. There's always snakes always, in the grass at any always. job. And then even the ones who you think are good might be snakes. Or the ones that you think are snakes might be good. So you just really don't know until you know. Mm. So it's kind of like, why risk that for no reason? Like, I, what do I get from that? There's no gain in me telling y'all, hey, I make music. What do I get from that? Yeah, unless you knew the person and knew that they could like connect you to something. Exactly, it's probably it's not too nothing. much. Yeah, middle-aged white white women and white men would not get nothing from that. <laughs> I, I would get no win. That's just you never know. They might uh, some one one of them might own a music studio, dog. You never know. Uh, it's, uh, wishful never thinking. Know. I'm just trying, you <laughs> but know, I understand. Play a little devil's advocate here, man. So now bringing it back to something you said before, you okay. know, earlier in the interview, you were talking about music being almost kind of therapeutic for you. Mm -hmm. So I want to spend a little bit of time on that one because it's important to understand how the things that we do, the things we're passionate about and love can almost kind of be uh, like a therapeutic tool for us, that mm -hmm. it can be something that, you know, really helps us to get through our day to day. Definitely. So now how has music played a huge role in just your mental state, just staying focused? Because I remember you said you used to write to get your aggression out. Definitely. So how has that continued to play out in your life? Even now, as you're older, compared to when you were younger. Oh, ooh, that's a that's a loaded question, there, Smitty. Come yeah, on, come on, Smitty. We're gonna spend some time on it. All right, all right. We, <laughs> we got we got number time. So, um, music has always been, like I said earlier, it's always been my tool to get through struggle, pain, happiness, whatever it is. I'm gonna put some music on. Mm. It's kind of like like those means where it's like I'm not leaving until I find the right song I'm gonna put on. That's that's <laughs> me to a T, me to a T. But like, I'm not one of those like if I'm feeling sad, I'm put on sad music. It's kind of like music whatever i'm into at the moment i'm That's gonna put gonna on play. something whether it's just beats whether it's just words and sometimes my brain tells me what i want to hear it's kind of like say i'm playing benny the butcher all week you know super aggressive you feel me thug yeah. drugs rap, for me raw. shooting you know all that i'm in the streets when it's cold buffalo new york type but then <laughs> i don't know in three minutes i'm listening to i don't know Georgia Smith. You never know, bro. I really couldn't even give you an example because that's how wide my like my music library is, bro. Mm. Or I might take it back and listen to like some old African music that I don't even know what they're saying, but I just like the the tempo. Yeah. Never know, bro. Put on shuffle, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna go with that. And then look it up. You're like, you know, that 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 works for me. That works for me. Exactly. But um it it just calms my soul, bro. I mm. don't know where that anger was coming from again. It's kinda like when me when I moved, I wasn't happy about moving to Connecticut at first because like you know, you little kid, you used to your friends, your family in the Bronx, yeah. but it's like moving up here, I didn't know a soul other than my mom's, my brother, that my stepdad. Um, I had some, I had a cousin up here, but he was a little older, so like I'm not chilling with him. Like it's like when we had a cookout together, we could chill, but like, yo, cousin, what you doing? It's not like that. Mm. Um, just angry, bro. Like I don't know to this day. Like I still sometimes trying to uncover within myself because it'll help me at some point. Like why you were angry then? Yeah, like why I was that angry then? Yeah, like. I understand why, but why was I so angry? To then? that extent exactly. in which it was. And I think it's because I was comfortable. So mm. I think the move to Connecticut actually helped my music because I was super comfortable in the Bronx. I knew where I was going. I knew my family was around. I could call whoever for whatever. So me moving up here made me focus on, like, what am I going to do to make myself happy? Because right now I don't like the situation, so I'm going to make myself happy in some way. Now, how old were you about when you came up here? So You was real young? or Um... I was when I moved up here. I was in fifth grade, but I was still commuting back to the Bronx for school. Yeah, so like breaking up five, you know, well four or five in the morning, commuting down. Whether it's traffic, I mean, just before COVID. So imagine traffic five thirty, six thirty in the morning yeah. going to the city. Yeah. So my mom worked for J P Morgan at the time, 
So I would get up early, go down there, come back up, doing that for a year. Man. So y'all y'all were living up here. She still worked back there. She still worked in the, in the city and I was still going to school. school. Then my pops was still in the Bronx. So like it really depends on which week if I was staying up here or staying in the Bronx. So it really depends on the week. But most of the time I was commuting. Yeah, man, man. So now back to the 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 therapeutic effects of music, man. Correct. So now do you still find yourself being in that same space where like with anger? Aggression or like definitely oh just an emotional state. Emotional. I'm not gonna say emotional because I feel like yeah. I have my. I'm pretty in tune with my emotions and also other people's emotions. It's kind of one of those things I just understand. Like I can just feel certain things. Like mm. if if somebody's can I curse? Try and limit it, but go ahead. <laughs> I apologize in advance. Oh god! But if somebody's a fuck boy. Oh, my. I usually feel the energy. <laughs> like I feel like like something about homie is not. What I'm it's feeling not It's not resonating up. correctly So it's like You know what I'm gonna go this way So I'm usually good at Evading situations like that When I'm in a situation like that I don't like to let it Take over me I just say You know what I don't wanna be here anymore I just remove myself I'm very mm. good at just like Yo if I don't wanna be here I'm gonna leave You know that when we're at parties Like yeah. you know what well, it's time, time to go, go. I'm not no. waiting Smitty I'm gonna holler at you You know we do our dab Point at the watch <laughs> Dab you up and I'm out You know this Yeah But it's more so like a how do I explain it, bro? Like, it's... You know, it's one of those questions you don't really sit down and think about? Yeah. It's kind of like... That's why we're here, man. We ask these questions. It's... It's like everything and nothing at the same time. Mm. Making music or just listening to music. I can put on music and do nothing and just listen to it. I can also put on music and have it in the background and do something. At the end of the day, it still f- affects me the same way. It just puts me at a constant state of peace. Like, something's constant about it. Yeah, something that makes me constant. Put it in a way, I feel like I'm always on the move. I'm always doing something. I'm always somewhere else. So you could kind of say music stabilizes you. There we go. That's the film. that's that's we the word. I was the word. For. It stabilizes. It, you. it stabilizes me, bro. Because it's like, like you said, I'm in the office. I'm working around, you know, those kind of people all day. So that's already irritating. It can make somebody irritable. Someone like me, who's, you know, yeah, not too far from the hood, but also very educated. Mm. So it's kind of like me being in the middle. Music is also my middle. I'm yeah. like, okay. If I'm at work dealing with them, I can still put on, like I said, Benny or, or French or whoever <laughs> and tap into that aggressive side. But then I can also be at home where I'm still around my kind of people where it's like, you know, you know us. Like how yeah, my yeah, brothers and I we are. still listen to, I don't know, EDM or something that most of us don't really listen to. So it really just depends. It's balance, bro. It's all about balance, balance man. It's all about balance. It's actually going to be the album name next year, Balance. So that's already in the works? That's Come on, brother. Right, Never not working, right. bro. And then the new project, you said you had an EP coming soon. Got an EP coming out December 19th, Ear Candy. Ear Candy? Ear Candy. Okay. So yes, now, um, how many tracks are you anticipating being on there? I'm aiming for seven. It might end up being six if I end up clipping one in the next week or so, but probably seven. Mm. Because, like I said earlier in the podcast, Find My Sound, we couldn't mix it properly because the actual file... Actual mixing, like the actual um, Pro Tools stems and all that stuff. All the stems got lost. So I have the actual MP3, and it's like, you can still listen to it. So it depends on where you're listening to it from. If you have headphones on like we do right now, it's going to sound like a lot's going on. Mm. But if you put it on in a car, like at a party, it'll just sound like a lit-ass song. Yeah. So it really depends on where you're listening to. So I'm going to drop it regardless, because I know what I felt when I made the song. Yeah, and that so, piece of yourself, you can't just I, let I it can't, not. I can't. You can't let bro. it not go I out can't, there. Bro. I can't, bro. I got to let that out. It's like a... You know, you want to like when you want to say something, but it's like, 
it's hurting you that you're not saying it. Yeah. That's what I'm like, nah. You I try gotta, to spare somebody out. by not saying I something. Let it it's out, like, I, gotta let I, it I guess I got to let it out. I, I just, I, I got to. Question for you. Oh, can man. I ask you, can oh, I ask you, you gonna a question? you going to flip it on me? I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. <laughs> how many episodes in are you? Or should I say how many interviews are you? How many interviews in are you? Mm, okay. So we're going to timestamp it, right? Okay. So episode one. Well, kind of like a prelude. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily call it episode one. It's still an episode. With my mental health journey. That just dropped yesterday. Okay. And today is, what, Tuesday? Mm-hmm. So we're going to be dropping episodes every week, every Monday. We, I'm going to hold myself accountable. Mm-hmm. How many interviews in am I? Interviews? I'm in like five or six oh, right so now. you've been working. Yeah, like five or six right now. And then as far as episodes, maybe like eight or nine. Okay. Yeah. That's that's tough. But it's something I want to re-record because now mm-hmm. I feel like I have a better grasp of. That was my next question. So I'm gonna cut you off now. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Flip it. Do you feel like you're getting better as you're doing it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because like even the 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 episode that's out now, I recorded it. Mm-hmm. That was the first thing I ever recorded. Okay. And. I was so nervous recording of, it. Of course. You're hearing yourself. You could hear it in my voice. And I'm like, all right. I just. And there was some things like when I was done, because with, with podcasting, it's like you can say a bunch of things or mm-hmm. like even interviews in general or just speaking. You mm-hmm. can say a bunch of things like when you're arguing with somebody. Definitely. And then when you're done arguing with them, you're like, dang, I should have said that. Yeah. <laughs> that would have killed the argument no right lie. there. I had that thought a couple times when I was explaining things. Like, <laughs> I should have said this, but hey. You feel me? So that's that's where I was at with these episodes. Okay. So, like, if it's an episode where I'm by myself mm-hmm. and I could just re-record it, yeah. I'll go re-record it. Okay. Because I'll be like, dang, I should have said that. Well, let me just go back and say it. That's true. But now, with me and you, mm-hmm. once we, we do this one take, that's it. it's a wrap. So I, it's that's no, dang, okay. I wish I said that. So, you technically still can mm-hmm. though technically if you want to but it's like you rather be organic be one take go through yeah it. man i love the organic feel of it man definitely you just talked about that bro you gotta be real they're gonna feel you when you're real gotta be organic. like your first episode for your first your, your prelude like introducing data dimensions i felt it yeah i felt i wrote you i was like yo bro like like i feel it like you're gonna be great bro because i feel that i'm not just gonna say that just because you're doing something it's like you're doing something i believe in you i'm gonna tell you that Appreciate you're gonna feel that, it man. so i'm i mean that I, I had a couple, maybe like five or six people like reach out to me personally mm-hmm. like that and just say like, yo, thank you for the transparency. Thank you for the honesty and, you know, how whatever it may be. And that that alone let me know you doing I'm already doing my doing. job with exactly. the podcast. So that's what helps me to keep going. Proud of you, dog. Hey, appreciate you. it, man. My bad for the cursing, but real shit. <laughs> Proud of you, dog. We're going to find a way to bleep it. We'll be all right. <laughs> so now, last question I'm going to ask you. Right. What would you tell a younger you that you wish you knew before? Oh, that's a great question. You you asked a lot of good questions, Smith. Hey, we gotta you know question. What would I tell myself? I would tell myself a couple of things. One, take chances. Mm -hmm. Um, I was comfortable with being comfortable. Um, I didn't enjoy trying different things or listening to new things or if something wasn't used or something wasn't in line with what I believed in. I wasn't always very receptive at first. Okay. Where that's something now I wish I was like back then because I would have been a different person now. But yeah. at the same time, you can't really say, oh, I wish it was this because I'm, it makes me who I am today. So it's kind of yeah, like it all a, lined up the way it needed exactly. to. Exactly. So 
Um, I'll say that, and also patience. Like that's I work on that's I'm working on that every day. Like I said, I was an angry nigga. I'm still harboring. <laughs> I don't know where this anger comes from, bro. I'm you still know. trying to find what that demon is or whatever happened. Gotta keep I don't fighting remember. that spirit, man. But it's like it also helps my music too, though, because it's like I think my music is very multifaceted. Like I can mm. do the Afro beats, I can do the R and B ish rap, I can do the R and B, I can do. Uh, working on slow music, like slow jam, not slow jams, like you know, Brian McKnight but like kind a, of slow a little jams, but you know, slower mellow, tempo kind of exactly. Thing. But okay, then also okay, it helps okay. when I want to get bar heavy, because I don't know where this aggression comes from, but it could just be where I'm from, me being yeah. from New York, we're just naturally aggressive. It could be that, but at the same time, I feel angry sometimes, and it's like, where's this coming from? Mm. Like it, I don't, I don't even know sometimes. It's like, I feel angry, but I'm not angry. Like I wouldn't be angry towards you. But I feel it in my soul, like yeah, it's just resonating. It's like, in you. What, like, what's going on? So then, that I find an aggressive beat, I just get it out, and that's when the bars start going crazy. Like, um, my song "No Chorus," I did my first video yeah, too. Yeah, super bar heavy song. I had a bad day, but I don't know why I was angry. Like my bad, like the bad day wasn't why I was angry. I just had a bad day. You know, we all have bad days. Yeah, everybody um, does. I try not to call it a bad day because it's like you want you want to look at everything positively. But it was a shitty day, brother. I ain't gonna lie, it was a <laughs> shitty day. Um, so I get back home. I'm Hennessy. That's what it was. I got back home. I was sipping on demon. that brown juice. <laughs> and then I think it just activated something, and I just went crazy. But I wrote that song in, like, 15 minutes. Wow. I was just going nuts. Like, not even rapping. Normally, I rap out loud so I can hear myself as I'm doing. I was just just writing, writing, writing. And then eventually, I was like, yo, this all works perfectly. So I'm done. Let's record it. <laughs> Literally. Like, it was that quick, bro. Recorded, I think, the next day went to the studio. Shout out Lions Den in Stanford. That's where I record all my music. Awesome man, so, awesome man. Yeah, bro. So I want to, you know, thank you again for coming on the podcast, Anytime, man. Brother. You know, you definitely uh, uh, inspiration to me. Everybody I bring on here, in in some way, shape, or form, man, I I, I take a piece with me from them. So you know, that. and I hope the listeners take a piece away with them from you. You know, so whether it is you're building music, you know, you're using music as a therapy tool, you're balancing life and work, whatever it may be. You know, I'm glad that you were able to come here and bless the people with a piece of you, man. And I appreciate that, brother. And I got one more message for the people. And it also ties into a question that you asked me earlier. Drop it. Um, My why now behind music is almost linked to, like, what you said with what happened in in your prelude episode. Mm. Where there's been a lot of weird shit happening to me this year. Good and bad, but just... And it's sometimes not good or bad. It's just weird, just strange yeah. happenings. And with me, again, it's like it's highlighting that God is 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 working. Yeah. God is doing something. I can't really explain it to you in detail because I don't really want to speak on certain things on the podcast. But That's I can right. talk to you we'll offline about that. You know what I'm saying? But it's highlighting that I need to talk to him more. I need yeah. to get in tune with him more. But even though I wasn't like that before, he's still working now. Which is kind of like my reason for doing it because it's like, like I said before, like, why wait? Mm. I've always been interested in it. If people don't like it, I'm still going to do it. Yeah. And this is, that's part of me being hard-headed, but that's a good thing about me <laughs> being hard-headed. I'm going to do it regardless. It's good and bad to it. So, like, it's a blessing that I'm good at it, but if I was trash, I'd still be doing it. So, sh- yeah. <laughs> that's how, just do it. Like, like Nike, just do it. If anybody mm. wants to do something, you're going to spend more time thinking about it than just doing it. Yeah. I'd rather somebody mess up doing something that they're trying to be good at than game planning forever and never and doing never it. never execute. Now you're just wasting time. Yeah. That you could have been doing something else. Yeah. 
It's, it's a lot of people, I, what is it, analysis, paralysis. Mm-hmm. You sit there and look at it for so long, like, yeah, I could do this, but then what if that? And exactly. then what if this? But then I could do that. And then and you spend so much time thinking about it. Next thing you know, it's five years later. Someone else took your idea. Exactly. You're not as young. You're not lit like you used to be. It's, and then so you just got to take that risk and jump out there. man. And that's why that's also a fuel behind my music, because I don't sound like anybody in the area. Like You can't say, oh, go, go sound like this person from Bridgeport yeah. or Hartford, anywhere in our area. And it, no, again, no shade to other artists, but I don't want to sound like anybody. I want to sound like me. You want to be, be authentic. What'd you say earlier? I am want to be authentic self. self. <laughs> I want to be my authentic self. That is the goal. Yep. So, yeah, brother. And thank you for having me, man. No problem, man. It's been, it's been a while. I ain't seen you in a minute, Smith. You know, I'll be in the crib. Come anybody, on, man. everybody ask where I'm at, I'll be in the you crib. You know, it's both of man. It's a pandemic. Yeah. We in a pandemic. Mask up. <laughs> mask mask off. Never. <laughs> Stay masked up. But um, before you go, just let the people know where to find your music, your socials, all that fun stuff again. Where to find my music? I am out on all platforms. My artist name is GoGo, G-O-G-O. Um, there's a lot of names with Go-Go in it. There's a lot of artist names with Go-Go in it. So I would suggest type in Go-Go with one of my song titles or EP titles. Find me very easily that way. On all socials, Instagram and Twitter, I am It's Time to Go-Go. As you would spell those words, It's Time to Go-Go. All right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for taking this journey with me and rocking out with me. And thank you for listening to another episode, man. This yes, is sir. Daily Dimension signing off. Stepping in your shoes, she leaving clues, but I'm looking for the proof. I'm out the bus, a move. Tell me what you wanna do. She told me she down to ride long as I take her to the moon. Now these vibes are too stepping in your shoes. She leaving clues, but I'm looking for the proof. I'm out the bus, a move. Tell me.